Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast, an NFL podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. This is the Divisional Preview 2023 for the NFC North and I'm your host Keith McGinty. We will be looking at, in this series, uh, at all the divisions throughout the NFL, previewing the teams, how they have done in the off-season, where we think they're going to improve upon in the following season, and who do we think they're going to be their, their star players, who's really going to crush it for them. I am delighted to be joined by a fantastic panel again this evening. And first up, I've got Brian. Brian, welcome back. I've really been awake. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> this is the magic of uh, radio, isn't it? Uh, Liam's also joining us. Liam, evening. And we'll be talking about your uh, beloved Packers later on. Stu, all the way in Canada himself. There, how are we? It's been a while since I last saw you. Ready to talk about the Lions? The Lions, fantastic. Yes, we'll get to that just now. And. Um, in the, the frozen north of uh, Hamilton, we're going to take Craig. <laughs> to the you kings will. of the north. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill? That was a full what, one minute, 26 seconds before you get that in there. It doesn't happen often, does it, Craig? You know, let's, so. let's see how many times I can drop that in in the next 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not going to start with the, the, the Kings in the North. Um, we're going to go to the, the Great Pretenders to start us off with. And Brian, I'm coming to you for the Chicago Bears, Chi-Town, um, to find out how they've been doing in the, the off-season. Anything, any changes or um, acquisitions of note for the, the Chicago Bears? Keith, they, they, they only traded the first overall pick in the draft. So there was the minor, there was, there was the minor... Minor story surrounding that. Yeah, no, um, the, the Bears have been busy. Um, it's bizarre. The Bears are a bit of a feel-good team at the minute, um, despite the fact that they were not the best last season, if I'm generous about it. Um, they, they didn't rise to the heady heights that some feel was possible. Um, but no, there is there's genuinely a really big buzz around the team. There were a lot of acquisitions. Players, players, there's been a lot of movement. So even just... Kicking us off with free agents. We'll talk about rookies and all that in a wee minute. Um, couple of the biggest ones. So offense, um, DJ Moore. It, it doesn't get much bigger. It's been one of, you know, when Moore moved across uh, for Carolina, it was one of the big, big moves. It's what a lot of the a lot of the Bear fans have been crying out for is to get Justin. Do you keep telling us Justin Fields isn't a passer? Give us mm-hmm. somebody that can catch a pass. Hold so, on. Hold on a minute here, Brian. What? Chase, Chase Claypool. <laughs> um, I, I do not feel the need to change my narrative I do not feel the need to adjust even slightly um, there was, you know, even even if we put uh, Claypool out of it, before the Bears acquired Claypool, you know, their wide receiver room in there, the cupboard was bare um, so they've got DJ Moore in now see, yes, this is what he's coming this pod for, uh, they've got DJ Moore in now, he is an archetypal wide receiver one. He is that he in there's no excuses in that that regard anymore. Um they, they lost Monty, so that was a big loss. Um at running back. They've they've done a bit of work in the draft, but they also brought Don a former across um who had a bit of a surprisingly good year last year. I think that's fair to say. 
I think MD's mm-hmm. expected Don to form it to do as well as he did. Um, but he did, and he's moved across. Then we had the great, the great crossing of the divide from Tonyan, who was one of 55,000 people who abandoned Green Bay. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, like, I'm delighted that we were able to get uh, one of Green Bay's starters on the pod tonight because, Liam, I'm just assuming that you've been called up. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so they brought Tonyan in as well, which is obviously a big one. Um, now, one of the other, the, the big, in terms of probably the I don't know, you, you could argue with it if this was the Bears' biggest acquisition of the offseason or not. Um, Jermaine Edmonds, um, coming across for the Bills, he's been oh, he's been made one of the highest paid players at his position, I think. And I'm, I've said that now and I'm questioning my research. Um, they paid money for the man. Um, so, huge, huge ad. The Bears' defence last year was hideous. They were, yes. if my memory is correct, 31 of 32. So any additions are positives. So they bought him and they paid for him, you know, and they cost them. Um, but they brought in um, TG Edwards as well, who again, very talented player, didn't come with a price tag, which, you know, I mean, the, the spend thrift in me um, likes. So yeah, lots and lots of um, player ac- acquisitions. Um, they brought in, oh, they, oh, sorry, I'm lying, bad man. Um, it wasn't Tremaine Edmonds, it was made one of the best paid his position. It was Nate. Davis, who they brought in at right guard. Um, and again, this is it's going to follow a wee bit of theme for the Bears. A lot of the chat is Fields was criticised. He's a great runner. Mm-hmm. He's a, a Colin Cowherd had, had the great line out about him in the in Twitter or what have you last week. He's a YouTube quarterback. <laughs> he looks great in the highlight reel, but can he really do it? And at the minute, his passing efficiency is a big question mark. But as every good Bears fan will tell you, I'll kick back with the same two things. Well, I'm sorry, he had made the good capacity and he spent most of the time running for his bloody life because the O-line was that grim. <laughs> so, and it'd be, to be fair, they are fair comments to make. Um, so they've tried to address it this off-season. Um, so, you know, that was their free agent stuff. Coaching stuff, um, stable. Which actually, I, I mean it as a huge compliment. Um, lots of stuff in the background, um, like assistant coaches and things like that have shuffled around a little bit. But, you know, big ticket, coordinators, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, very, very stable. So, yeah. So, um, looking at the looking at the, the, the roster then, um, yeah, is that a big season for Fields? Whether it showed last year his running was ridiculous. And as you said, YouTube pilot wheels, that's some of the stuff that you want to see. And it's easy to see why some of the Chicago Bears fans are allowing themselves to get a wee bit excited for the forthcoming season that it certainly can be something to look forward to. They added to their uh, run back room Travis Homer from the Seahawks has joined them. Um, I'm trying to think of other signings that you mentioned there. So Robert Tonya coming in and tight end. They've also recently called commit. Um, uh, on yeah, he got paid. There, which, yeah, he got paid. So that'll be a wee bit of um, continuity there for the, the Bears. Um, I'm not sure if it's it's a good thing that Kokomet is getting kept on, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. But it is the, the wide receivers then that you're hoping that are going to step up this season. DJ yeah. Moore, a top target for them. Darnell Mooney is going to be there again. Um, Chase Claypool, we're all wanting them to do well. We're all fans to. I know no, you don't. and I certainly are. Brian doesn't. I think never <laughs> <forget>. <laughs> 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 Chase Claypool doing well. 
with the opportunity. Sorry, sorry, Keith. Um, he just could be one of these wide receivers that, you know, given the opportunity that now the Moors come in, he's going to get that attention. You know, that's that's where these kind of guys could start to thrive. You know, that little bit extra space that they might get given. Yeah. The lesser of the St. Brown brothers, Equinemius, of course, he's uh, there as well. Hoping for a big season out of him. We'll mm-hmm. get to his brother when Stu joins us in a couple of moments about the lines. But how did the... We, we talked about the draft. They were absolutely loving the draft this year uh, after the Houston uh, Texans <laughs> helped them out with the, I, their pick in the, the last game of the season. Fantastic. Cause how's that Lovey Smith statue? Is that up in uh, Soldier Field yet? I, I, I assume it's been it's, it's brass and it's 60 foot tall, that statue. Um, <laughs> did they give him a the job? Colossus of Rhodes type right. thing, yeah. Um, right, did they give Lovie Smith a job? I can't remember if, or if I just uh, fever dreamt that or Grant maybe said that they should and I've taken on board. And... I don't... No, I, don't, I don't think they gave him a job. I think they just agreed to pay him every year for the rest of his life. for <laughs> <laughs> services rendered. Um, yeah. the, the Bears, the Bears did a, a, a good. I mean, obviously, the big story with the, the Bears in the draft was trading the one on one. You know, I mean, they they got the one on one and then they, they, they traded out of it. Which, to be fair, I don't actually think anybody was that surprised at um, that they traded that away in the end. Um, but you know, they did well. You know, and again, shot corner, the first pick that the Bears made in the draft in the first round was an offensive lineman. Uh, so you know they got Darnell right in, and it's you know can you help keep fields upright? Can you give him the time that he's going to need to try and make passes to add that little bit to his game? Um, yes. Then again, you go through the other rounds. You know they then went really what for the first the other two they had two picks in the second, a pick in the third, um, two defensive tackles and a cornerback. All about trying to elevate that defense, try and give a little bit of success to it. Then the one that, and, and I need to give the nod to our, uh, our good friend Grant, as I was picking his brain as a resident Bear fan. Um, yeah. And he, he's he been singing the praises um, of Roshan Johnson. Uh, they picked up in the fourth round, um, running back, and it's the kind of, oh, if it wasn't for Bijan, because it was Bijan's backup. Um, yeah. And all the chat is, is that if he wasn't a backup to what looks like a generational running back, we would all be talking about him. So he kind of feels like the Bears have maybe pulled a wee, a wee, a wee fly one, a wee sneaky one, and they've got a got a real gem. And as we said, that running back room is in an absolute state of flux. Um, there, there isn't a clear running back one in there anymore. Could well be a committee kind of system. Could well be that Fields yeah. is running back one. Hey Brian, um, <laughs> hey Brian, uh, Khalil Herbert is uh, coming back from injury, and again, yeah. obviously injury questions aside. Uh, up until he went down injured, his like yards after uh, after contact, his efficiency metrics were massive. Great. His efficiency was massive as well. Like, yeah. he was doing stuff even though that that O line was essentially me, you. In fact, that, that, this group <laughs> team is doing right here. No, there's O line. But yes, yeah, so Khalil Herbert, I think he could do well. And like you said, yeah, Russell Johnson. I think he's he's a guy I had my or well I'm now giving away my dynasty draft things here. But oh. he's been, he's been for a while anyways, but he was a guy I had my yeah. own, like, before he blasted up the chart a bit. Yeah, but yeah. No, what so about the there. what about the schedule for the the Bears? Any standout games? I see um, you know, first game I, of the regular season is going to be a tight one there, Liam. I'll come with that later. I, <laughs> 
I'm going to be a proper version with a beer schedule. I'm not going to say it's a game. That's the thing that's um, going to be problematic or tricky or challenging for them. I'm going to say it's the lack of one. Their buy's not till week 13. Ooh, okay. That's like, they, they just need to be alive. They just need <laughs> to not be dead. Um, that's that's where having a, that's where having that deep pull of running backs might come in handy because um, yeah yeah that's a pretty punishing uh, week by week you know schedule to to you're gonna have to rely on depth there a lot. Who's their back up as well? To be fair, uh, to be fair, as much as you boys are the same boat, you're weak. Um, but it's yeah, so that that was my big actual takeaway from that um, with the with the bears is just that. And that's late. You know, I'm not going to talk about the Browns, but I was whinging earlier about how ours is so early at week mm. five, yeah. which is a, a different set of challenges. But week 13's, that's, a, that's 12 weeks of football. Mm. That is a lot of time. That's a lot of weird. That's a lot of injuries. Um, It'll be interesting to see how... It'll be interesting to see how Fields does this season, whether he will be trying to run as much um, or will he be trying to pace himself um, literally um, to last the full season without getting injuries for the wear and tear and the knockdowns um, that yeah. come through the, the season. Brian, I'm going to come to you just keep things flowing and moving. Who is going to absolutely crush it for the Bears this season? Ah, see, I'm going to be dead bored. It's two players that I've mentioned. Uh, both sides of the ball, offence. It's I mentioned this before oh, we Brian, came Brian, live. Brian, Brian, Brian. I'm only going to oh. take one from you. I'll go for the slightly less obvious then of the two. I'm going to go to remain Edmonds. I'm going to avoid mm. the obvious offensive player. Um, you were 31 out of 32 teams on defence. You need mm-hmm. to step that up. Uh, it's the old adage, offence wins games, defence wins championships. I ain't saying the Bears are going to win any, any rings this year, but if they want to get even close to having a dignified season, they need that defence to step up and He's the man they're pinning the hopes on. Who do you think? What we're talking about ratings then 31 out of 32 for Matt Eberflus then at the end of the season when he looks back, what rating? How much of a leap could this season be? Because we know with the NFL it's a gradual thing. Teams build um over a course of two, three, four seasons to before they try and reach their peak. 31 out of 32 are absolutely unacceptable. How high do you think they should be aiming for this season? Uh, top 20. If they, can, if they can turn into a top 20 unit, um, I think going much, and I, and I mean the top end of that, you know, 1920. They mm-hmm. can take the step to there. I, I don't think anybody in Chicago can be unhappy about that, given how porous their defence was last year. Um, and then they just need to hope the offence makes that wee step as well. And then, yeah, they're in a good spot. Fantastic. Thanks very much for that, mate. We now move on to Stu, who, is go- who has been looking at the Detroit Lions for us. Um, Stu, any significant changes to the team in the off-season? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they did quite a lot because they obviously had one of their, their running backs. That's where they've had a lot of turnover because we've seen uh, Swift, who was a high pick for them a few years ago. Mm-hmm. He's been moved out, traded off like the way he went, and uh, then they, they drafted some would say maybe it's an ill-advised, very high pick to pick on a running back, but they took Jameer Gibbs at 12 overall in the draft. Uh, and then after that, they also brought in from the Bears, as we were just discussing there, Brian, David Montgomery. 
So they've had him come in and he replaces Jamal Williams, who left to go to the Saints. So you've kind of got that turnover of last year. I actually thought the kind of the Lions had a very good run game, kind of on the go with Swift and Williams. I thought it was a obviously Swift had a few injuries and things, but Williams was absolutely outstanding. Like how many touchdowns did he get last year? Eight or something like that, or nine? Something like I think that. It was yeah. like, or eight in a row or something. Like that. I know he was getting close to breaking the record for Lions for most uh, rushing touchdowns in a year, and that's when you consider the guys that they've had playing. Running back in their history, despite not being maybe the most successful team, they, um, you know, they, they've had some kind of legends in there. Uh, apart from that, they've had kind of other changes. They brought in Gardner Johnson from the Eagles at safety. Uh, brought in the resigned CJ Moore, which I think is going to be quite as another safety. So they've, yeah, I think they're kind of shoring that up. Um, the sign from the Texans, Maven, is a cheaper deal, but I think he could be a sneaky pickup at linebacker. And then mm-hmm. uh, a couple of moves uh, from the Sealers, Cam Sutton, who obviously we've seen quite a lot of Brian in our division. He signed him three years at what was that about eleven million a pop, 10, 10, 11 million a pop. Because that's the one thing for the Lions. Uh, they came very, very close to making the playoffs last year and just missed out in the last couple of weeks of the season. And the reason was more, I would say, was the defense rather than the offense. So they, they've done a good job of showing that up. And despite losing Jamal Williams from the running back room, I actually think they're going into this season with a better rushing situation than what they had last season. So, yeah, lots of change. Um, Coaching-wise, they actually didn't do anything there. Like, they didn't really need it. It's one of those things where when you're starting to see success, you don't really need to change all that much kind of thing. So they, like the Bengals, um, they, you know, the Bengals had no change at all. For the Lions, all they had was they have Dan Bly has uh, came in as the cornerback coach, and he of course is a former Detroit Lion cornerback himself. So for the most part, it's uh, status quo there. So I think I think that's good to see because they, they performed pretty well last season. And I think even with me saying yeah, the defense wasn't great, they definitely took steps from the year before. Yeah, I think the the big thing from the Lions and. Everybody kind of had a wee soft spot for them, especially when you were watching yeah. Dan Campbell and Hard Docs, and it's just infectious his his love for the game and how he gets people on side by by demonstrating just how committed he is to the team and uh, the just the the way that he wants his teams to play and how he wants to to bite kneecaps off to to get a win. Daffy <laughs> stuff like that. It's uh, very Brendan Rodgers, but it, it was it was interesting. But he had stuff to back it up. He got that through his offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, yeah. and I think everybody was just impressed with how well they played offensively. The the way that the, the, the team really took it to the other teams, as you said, defensively that they really do have a lot to work on, and hopefully that's that's what they have um, targeted this off season, but. Some of the players that they had in the the, the offensive line. I'm on Rasset Brown. I'm a big fan of. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do um, this forthcoming season. Maybe they want to make things a wee bit hard for themselves. I've got Marvin Jones Jr. Um, joined the, the, the team. Mean, he's, this. he's clearly depth. Uh, I love him. I, mean, I love Jones. Like, he's an ex-Bengal as well. But the, the guy's yeah. been around and... You know what? See if he's your depth guy, and you throw, you know, he's your WR four, whatever, and you're just throwing him on for like those kind of third and long or like Hail Mary attempts. Um, you know, 
I can't think of a more perfect guy that can just go in there because he also knows the blocking side of things too. So it's like he's yeah. he can send out there and he, he can help out and he's going to help those younger guys take that next step too. Uh, not totally on the hard knocks thing though. Um, I know the Detroit Lions probably wouldn't have wanted to go on it again, but I would have I would have watched the second season and see if they were to follow up. <laughs> like, you know what, guys, we're bringing you back on board. Like, here's Detroit again. I'd be happy, kind of thing. So we could just show <laughs> that progression, like the highlights of last year, and then here we go into training camp. Because yeah, every everything I've seen, so I've been doing a bit of research into them before I come on the show here. It's the seeing guys like uh, like uh, Pen Eyes like came in like him and Hutchison, who were mm-hmm. both pretty good, kind of thing. Last year, Hutchison was kind of was pretty solid, kind of thing. They've both came into camp looking even better. Than they were, like they, they now have a better idea of what they need to do to succeed in the NFL, and they've both clearly been working in the off season, and they've came in in really good shape. With uh, like Hutchison's, I think he clocked in at the same weight, but he just looks he's kind of leaner but more muscular, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yes. having a defensive end, I could see him uh, kind of posing problems for people this year, and Sebo just looks more solid. He's got a solid base to him. Because when they've been doing drills so far, it's like he's looking good, kind of thing. So uh, yeah. I think that O line is going to take a step, and that is going to have knock-on effects in terms of helping Jared Goff out as well. Because he was good last year, and uh, again that goes back to that rushing thing. Because every single year that Jared Goff has a good golf year, it's always when he's on a team with good rushing. So they had that last year, and if anything, they've improved the room for this year. Like I was saying, mm-hmm. so I could see Goff. He's going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to be like top five quarterback. MVP. Like he's not, he's <laughs> not going to turn into MVP. Patrick Mahomes overnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if Goff's top 12 this year, Detroit, you know, you know, sky's the limit. Speaking of Mahomes, the lines kick off the, the season for us. Um, mm-hmm. Travelling to Arrowhead on uh, September the, is it the 8th for us? September the 7th in the States. Um, for the Thursday night game, they're big time now. That. Yeah, big time. That's it. They they are something that they're teams that you'd love to watch. Um, they're just so exciting. Um, like Amon Ra, like you know, I've not even mentioned him yet. Like you've not. I know we kind of alluded to him with Equinemius, like from earlier on. But uh, Amon Ra said Brown's one of my favourite wide receivers that isn't at Cincinnati. So it's, uh, yeah. it's going yeah. to be good watching him going up against the Chiefs' defence and seeing what he can do. Absolutely. Um, any other games stand out for you for the forthcoming season for them? Oh, probably. You know what? It's a uh, the triple game. Uh, can I the triple thing that they have happening at the the end of the season? So the last three, they're at the Vikings, then mm-hmm. at the Cowboys, then at yep. home to the Vikings again. So that's mm-hmm. a heck of a an end of the season. It's kind of coming up there. So imagine having to go up against Cousins twice in the last three weeks. And maybe that's any of them prime time. They <laughs> <laughs> haven't announced because I see their TV in terms of timing in that when I looked at the schedule. So oh, one of them is one of them's a Saturday night game. Yeah, uh, the the Cowboys game Saturday night, uh, December thirtieth at quarter past eight. So cousins, though. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's the two minutes. Right. Ones. Are those maybe uh, like the last few of the season when I looked at the schedule earlier? It just said TBD. On time, so I'm like, ah, they're already rotating that one to a, a prime time slot, depending on how the, the division's going. So, so definitely can see that. And they'd be worth it. They are, they're 
certainly worth watching. Um, hope they can continue that this season as well. Um, I'm looking forward to see how they, they do. Starting off with the Chiefs, and then they've got the the Seahawks the weekend after that. I be looking forward to to that. Um, thanks very much. Um, Stu, before we go, I'm looking for your um breakout player. Who's going to really? Who's going to absolutely crush it for the Detroit Lions this forthcoming season? I'm not going to go with an obvious one. Um, hmm. One place they struggled a little bit last year was linebacker, and again, one of their, I guess you would say, reaches in the draft, and I don't dislike player, was at number mm-hmm. 18, you took Jack Campbell. Uh, I'm going to say Jack Campbell's going to come in and do an absolute job at linebacker. Uh, so I think he's, he's a guy that could be a, a star for them. 6'5", 243 pounds, 22-year-old from Iowa. Um, I look forward to that. It'll be interesting to see how he does. There we go. We'll knock that down, sure. Thanks very much for that, mate. Next up, then, we have Liam with your own Green Bay Packers. Liam, how have the Packers done in the off season? Well, well, it's been uh, it's been quiet, quiet. Nothing, nothing happening really, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, which, which is that obvious, isn't it? Um, what thirty years with two MVP quarterbacks? No more. Yep. Well, well, no. Could, could continue. Could continue. To be continued. <laughs> we shall see. It's, a, it's been a it's been a really really weird long drawn out off season for you guys. Um, are you excited for the the changes that it's brought? I suppose this is like the wildfires that are going on in the the north of uh, America just now. Once that's all cleared, it renews the earth. The nutrients are going to come forward. There's going to be wee shoots of life there. Uh, you've got some be... love. Some <laughs> love. Nice. nice. Um, no, well, yeah, like it's. I think I've alluded to this in the other pause previously. Like it's, it's weird to go into a season not, I suppose, realistically. Uh, uh, we should be shocked. A shock if we got to the Super Bowl, wouldn't it? Compared to hmm. what we've been every other season. But I'm looking forward to seeing what love's love's going to do. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's not the, the unknown. I think, and no one knows. You know, really, possible. Well, hopefully, hopefully, the coaches know, but really, no one knows. Um, what's what's how he's going to what, what he's going to do? Liam, uh, what's love got to do with it? I know. Well, there's, there's a fancy name right there. So <laughs> <laughs> that's your team name. So that one, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what what it's. In some ways, it's a good position to be in. We're not paying loads of money for him. Okay, we restructured a kind of team-friendly wee deal because uh, he was going to get his... We had to make a decision on his, his fifth-year option sort of thing. So that... We've mm-hmm. kind of hedged, hedged our bets a bit with that, you know, so we're not totally tied in, I suppose, which is smart business, I suppose. Um, and if it all goes really wrong, then we're going to have probably two first-round draft picks, thanks to Rodgers, I think. Um, one if it, And one hopefully high if it has to be. So... Um, yeah. But no, I'm 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 positive. I think it's going to be a different style of offense. You know, I think with Lafleur, he's come from the Shanahan sort of tree and things like that. And there was always the report of Rogers going up to the line and just changing the play every 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 time. You know, not not doing what it was called sort of thing. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see now. Love will be kind of doing everything he's told. I'm sure um, to see what what kind of. Offensive scheme we kind of fully run. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more 
I suppose logically probably a lot more run runs involved. We've still got a good core there with Jones and and Dylan. And I think actually Love will be interesting to see Love. He's not going to be, I suppose, fields running running everywhere, but um, mm-hmm. I think you, I think there'll be some some interesting movement up. You know, some scrambles if if nothing more. Who calls the plays in in Green Bay? Is it Lafleur or is it uh, Dinovich? No, it's not. It's normally Lafleur, as far as far as I know. So yeah, so he's normally calling the plays. Um, so yeah, it'll be a. Um, I think it'll be. It's, it's exciting times. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, it'll be exciting two two weeks in. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> what about um? What about Love? His um targets for the the forthcoming season. Last year was a bit of a breakout for Christian Watson. Um, I think. Romeo Dubs as well. Um, they're big things um, for him. From your uh, draft picks, is it Luke Musgrave that you guys managed to pick up as well? Yeah, well, we've kind of like that. Kind of touched on. We've kind of, I say, we've lost lost all the players to the Jets. Um, Colonel Lazard mm-hmm. and, and Cobb's gone there, uh, and then obviously Tonya went to uh, tight end, went over over to the Bears. Um, yeah, so we picked up Musgrave and Kraft, two tight ends. So kind of rebuilt that way interesting. Also, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a big loss of we've lost Mercedes Lewis, who's I don't know what age he is, is now, but he was a, a a good blocker, a good a good locker room guy sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's I think no one's saying. I think the GM said it's not a re, it's not a rebuild. It's just a kind of I don't know a, a reboot. I don't know what the phrase they're saying, but they've got. We'll see, we'll see how it goes, and they've got brought in Jalen Jalen Reed as well, who's a, he looks off from all reports, kind of good slot receiver, another option, another target for Love, um, and like that. And later rounds, I think I think in the total we had like thirteen draft picks. I think so in later rounds we also brought in Devon Devon Wicks, I think his name is. Um, yeah, and we kind of every off other other week we're kind of trialing another wide receiver out. He's kind of picking off up off the waiver wire sort of thing. So. So it'll be it'll be an interesting, interesting new young core. It's all young players. I don't think there's. I can't remember the the age of our That's team it. now. There's there's no rightly or wrongly. There's no kind of veteran veteran presence there in the wide receiver room. So we'll see. That's a good thing then. The floor's got something that he can mould. He can put in his own image rather than kind of having to defer to um, Rodgers and and his longevity at the club. Do you think it'll be? You think they're going to focus mainly on the running backs? You've got Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon there. Um, are you going to let Love cook up a storm? I think I like to think it was going to be quite balanced. To be honest with you, I think mm-hmm. I think having that core running uh, the running back core is going to be is already there. Like that, Jones has been great for us, and um, yeah. and Dillon. If Jones goes down, Dillon's Dillon can probably take it all on his own, sort of thing. So um, I think it's going to be. I, I like to think it's going to be balanced, but I suppose. We shall see how love love performs. It's all that unknown. It's all these yeah. we just just don't know. I suppose. Um, I was going to look back at um, Rogers' kind of first season um, with us, and like, well, first starter when he was being the starter, had like mm-hmm. 20, 28 touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. I think it was. So I'll take that. If love love did that, I'll take I'll take that all day long. So we shall yeah. see. Um, I realise a, a rebuild season for you guys, or a reboot season, as you you mentioned yes, earlier indeed, on. Indeed, be, indeed. Certainly, will be interesting to see. Um, who's going to crush it though of the the Packers? Who's the one that's going to actually take this mantle onto their own shoulders and and can't drag you guys through? I'm I'm going to turn to the other side of the ball a wee bit because we, we need our defence to step up. We I think that was what let us down last season. We needed yes. our defence to let the young wide receivers like. Um, 
Christian Watson have the time to, to bed in. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping for a big step up from uh, our last last year's one of our last year's first round picks, um, and then and Devonta Wyatt, who's our defensive mm-hmm. line. Our, our run defense has been horrendous since um, our, since we have got Joe Barry in defensive coordinator. It's just as as Craig would probably love. He's loved seeing Cook run run by our defense many many a, many a game. So um, <laughs> yeah. so hopefully Wyatt can take a step. We didn't get many snap uh, kind of playing time snaps last year. He's he's what three hundred odd pounds. If he can just fill fill some holes in there, uh, that'd be ideal. So I'm hoping for a big a big step up for him. Yeah, you've got plenty of good players in the the, the back there. You've got, you know, of course, there's also Kay Walker, uh, Lucas Van Ness. I think that was one of your drafts as well. Be interesting to see how these guys um, perform in the, the forthcoming season. No, yeah, definitely. Smashing. Sorry, um, smashing. Probably. All right. Um, thanks very much. We'll come back to you later on for your predictions for the forthcoming season. Um, I'm going to go to Craig now. Um, as you mentioned earlier off of uh, screen, he should be sitting here with his wee Burger King, King of the North Hat. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll keep that for our next season, maybe, Craig? Maybe, maybe. Maybe for the season opener, just as a reminder to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> There's certainly one, the, the hearts and minds of the, the viewing public when it comes to quarterback on Netflix this summer. Um, Kirk Cousins has done a remarkable job of everybody just really rooting for him, uh, him and Kevin O'Connell, a great uh, dynamic that they've got there and you really do hope that um, there's going to be a, a, an exciting and uh, successful season, building on what happened last year. Has there been much changes for the Vikings? Yeah, there, there has been. I mean, I guess most notably in terms of players that have departed, um, I was I was pretty sorry to see Adam Thielen leave, um, a Minnesota native, um, you know, has been a huge wide receiver for a number of seasons, so was was mm-hmm. sad to see him leave, certainly, but, um, you know, we naturally kind of picked a successor almost immediately with our uh, first uh, round draft pick in, in Jordan Addison, so... Uh, you know, it's a bit of a kind of like for like there. Um, we we lost Dalvin Cook, which is uh, mm-hmm. a huge a huge loss. But then he he's been with us for six seasons. You know, he is a brilliant running back, four time Pro Bowler. But he's he is a can be injury prone, and like we've yeah. talked in many a pods, running backs and their value. Um, I'm I'm pleased to see the opportunity being given the door opening to Alexander Madsen to step in. I'm really, really excited to see what he's going to do this year, um, given the opportunity to be the RB1, certainly. Um, Other kind of notable players we've lost, um, Eric Kendricks we lost. um, We lost Cam Dantzler at at cornerback, but you get toasted quite a lot last year so maybe yep. not overly disappointed at losing him um but again did you know, smith going to the browns yes Thank you. brian did mention it um yeah there's been a yeah i, I think the players that we've lost um in, in some of these key, kind of key positions um the, the yeah the draft picks that we've picked up have kind of naturally filled in those voids um mm-hmm. You know, looking down the list of other players that we've picked up, um, picked up another quarterback, um, Jaron Hall. So presumably he's now kind of jostle with, with Nick Mullins for the QB two position behind Kirk Cousins. Um, there's yeah, there's no doubt Jordan Addison's got talent. You know, as a first round pick, we we know he's fast, um, especially, especially in a so. emergency. 
Um, we know he's rapid. He's uh, capable of 140 miles an hour. Um, so, yeah, I mean, him and him and JJ, that's going to be the kind of main focal point. But don't don't sleep on KJ Osborne either. He is. I'm really excited to see the three of them. Um, I, I think having those three options there, they're, they're young, they're fast. I think that's maybe where Thielen was starting to maybe not fit into what um, Kevin O'Connell and uh, Wes Phillips, yep. our offensive coordinator, are wanting to do with passing options for Kirk Cousins. So having these three kind of really um, dynamic wide receivers. I, yeah, I'm really excited to see that. And I say now throwing in Madison at, at running back, um, I think is going to be a really good mix. Um pleased to see Harrison Smith coming back for another year. Yes, my jersey's still, still all right for another year. Chelsea's still relevant. <laughs> still <laughs> relevant. Um, um, one of the, then, the big signings for you guys last season, of course, was, uh, was DJ Hawkinson, the great trade. That really Absolutely. just sort of kind of brought the, the the team together, kind of a bit of completion there. Um, yep. You're just hoping that that Kirk gets the killer instinct um, for this forthcoming season. I think that's that was the main takeaway for me. Anyway, watching mm-hmm. quarterback was the difference between Mahomes, who's just a bad bastard when it comes to the <laughs> being on the pitch, and Kirk Cousins, who has that in him. Um, we seen it with the you like that, you like that. He's got that bit about him. If he can capture that this forthcoming season, Vikings are going to be dangerous. I don't. I don't think he's got any excuses when it comes to weapons around him now. Uh, see, Hawkinson's he's slotted in so so well. He he looks like an absolute steal. Um, and you know, you, you can argue we've got we've got the best wide receiver and potentially not just the the NFC, but potentially in the NFL. Um, JJ's just oh, unreal. Stu. He's absolutely back. unreal. I'm the hot stew back. Shots fired. I said <laughs> potentially, <laughs> arguably. Come on. Um, I've said JJ was the best. The biggest kind of shift, though, I would say is just in, in coaching staff, the sheer number of changes in coaching staff um, is, is quite dramatic. Um, mm-hmm. I think seven coaching staff have have left in 2023 um, since the turn of the year. That that's a huge kind of turnaround. Um, the, the, obviously, the, the biggest news earlier in the year was Brian Flores coming in as defensive coordinator. That's particularly exciting as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I cannot wait to see what he does with our defense because. Our season last year was so varied. Um, I mean, let's not let's not kid ourselves. When we lost, we lost badly. I mean, yeah. Dallas Cowboys, anyone um, springs to mind. We came back. Um, we also came back well. We did come back well, but again, <laughs> we shouldn't be doing that in the first place. I mean, come on. Um, Aye, so yeah, I think defensively, having having somebody like Brian Flores coming in is is, is hopefully. I'm going to kind of steady the ship. I think losing Ed Doratel was of no great surprise um, last season, just yeah, given the sheer amount of, say, points that we were conceding in, uh, in silly, silly games that we you know, tried to throw away uh, and then somehow came back and won. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm genuinely, I'm quite excited, but it's, it's a tough, tough schedule um, that we've got. I was just um, coming on to that. Mentioned what what bit, game? Yeah. I'm just coming on to that. What games are you looking forward to most? Looking forward to, I think, I think like 
our divisional matchups are going to be really interesting. The NFC North mm-hmm. in general, I think, is going to be a lot tighter. Um, there's a really tasty game against the Chiefs this season as well. So I'll be I need to be winding up studs about that one. I mean, that, that could be huge. Um, because it is, it is a wee bit kind of into the season. Um that we're playing. I'm just looking at the um the schedule for us now when we um when we play. Uh, so let's see. see you've got week five. Yeah. So opening against the the Bucks, um, and then yeah, tough game against the Eagles. But that that Chiefs game, and and that Forty ers game, kind of midway through. I mean, they're they're some tough tough matchups as well. Um, yep. Depending on how Detroit do, we've got two two late um, matchups against the the Lions. Um, once we're hopefully a little bit rested from a bye. So yeah, some some tough tough ones though. It's not gonna be not gonna be easy, but I'm i I'm still still quietly confident that we're gonna retain the, the NFC North and I can get my Burger King hat on at the end of the season as well. <laughs> what was the what was the record? How many games unbeaten was it last year? Was it eight? Um, higher than eight? Yeah, we went up that decent one last year. Um, after, after we had that, say that, that little kind of wobble early on, um, and mm-hmm. some of those kind of heavy defeats, um, we, we, we managed to turn the corner after um, Cowboys game in particular. So, um, yeah, let's if we can get if we can get a good kind of decent winning streak, that would be that would be fantastic. Um, but I say I think it's going to be a very different season this year. Um, yeah. But yeah, quietly confident. Fantastic. Who do you think is going to absolutely crush it for the Vikes this fourth coming season then? Again, I'm not I'm not gonna go with the obvious choice. I'm not gonna pick an offensive player. I say I think defensively um is, is hopefully where we're gonna see a difference. And I say um our, our round three pick, uh, Mackay Blackman, I think could be mm-hmm. somebody that could be molded into a, a really good asset defensively. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I'm not going to pick the obvious ones. Come on, we've got so I many. Love this. Great, we're getting all cerebral. We're getting all thinking. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take a, a defensive player. Did we just player. go four for four picking defensive players as the difference makers, <laughs> by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Unheard of. Ridiculous, ridiculous. This is what, of course, this is why everybody t- tunes into the NFL to watch the defensive players make tackles. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now, gentlemen, it's time for your predictions for the forthcoming season. Um, I'll go back to you to see the team that you were looking at for us tonight. Who, what do you think their record is going to be um, for the season? And then we'll come together and we'll see if we can get a, a one, two, three, four for what the, we think the season's going to shake out in the NFC North. Brian, we'll come to you then for the Bears. How do you think their record will be? Thirty-first out of thirty-two teams defensively last year. They've got to really improve that. So, well, do you know what? Yeah, it, is, it is an improvement. And yeah, it is it's an improvement on the record for last year. Uh, <laughs> nine and eight. And I actually see I do see the Bears going positive. Their um their schedule, well, they've got that hideous buy. Um their schedule is okay. There's a couple of mm-hmm. kind of games in there I sh- I see them try to take. But yeah, nine and eight. Fantastic. Stu, what about the Lions? I see them. Picking up a few more wins, uh, so I've I've got them going eleven and six. Eleven and six, really with the the swashbuckling nature of the line, you can kind of see them really just uh, stealing a couple of uh, wins there on the on the road, especially. Um, eleven and six for the line then. Liam, what about your Packers? I, I would I had two minds. Well, to be positive or negative, so I've gone for the positive. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go for I'm gonna say we're gonna go nine and eight. 
I might regret that after week one with the Bears. We'll go nine and eight. <laughs> Fantastic. After nine this, and eight. Positive. Yeah, you said you were going for negative take. My negative take? Oh, I was going six, I was going six and ten. Remember, there's an extra game. Oh, well. Six and one. Yeah, yeah. Six and one. Throw on the tie. When you said you were going positive, I was thinking you were going for the positive, going for the, the number one pick overall last year, because it's going to be a QB-heavy uh, season yeah. next year. Um, Craig, Vikings. Oh, tough one. I don't think we're going to match last season's 13-4. and four. Um, Late by, tough matchups. My heart says 12-5, and five, but... I'm with you. I'm, I, I, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, but I'm going for it. 12 and 5. I, 12 and I do keep the faith. Right there, Matthew Smudger. Do you think they win the, the NFC with that Smudger or think they? I think there? so, but I think it will be closer. Oh, no, I, I meant like the whole NFC championship, not the division. Oh, I thought you were sorry. I thought you meant NFC North. Uh, did, did they win the whole NFC with um, 12 and 5? Ooh. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> well, if they do, it would be the first time they've done it since 1976. That was well. Oh, there you go. Wee statistic getting thrown in there. Stealth statistic. I'll be interested to see. Uh, interested to see, gentlemen. Right, let's go for our position then in the division. Um, are we going for the Vikings then in first place? Skull. Skull. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. Like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm in two I'm, lines. I actually, I'm having the lines up there. I think I'm having the lines Ooh. up there. Yeah, I'm gonna go lines. Ooh, so I, I cast the deciding vote then. Yeah, for this one, right? So we'll go for. Mm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vikings for this one. Oh, oh, Vikings. Which means the lines, of course, have to get uh, second place. Who are we going yeah. for third then? <laughs> I was had the pack of Packers. I'm gonna say it's a I'm gonna say it's a fields of dreams and uh Chicago <laughs> Chicago gets in there third place. <laughs> Seven and ten. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking going bears as well. Bears? <laughs> Sorry, Liam. <laughs> Liam, you represent here. Well, as I said, I had I had the Packers second, so I've got to put them a third, have I? <laughs> <laughs> It's a compromise. I like that, Brian. Who are you going for? I I I went Packers, but it's a, I had them and the Bears both finishing nine and eight. So coin flip again. Get, get them I'm stamping those shoots of love. Get them stamped right. back in the ground. There'll be none of that. <laughs> Deciding vote again. <laughs> I'm hoping to go play golfing with them soon. So I'm going to take the the Bears for this one. So Grant Disney. <laughs> oh, cheers! Thanks for that. <laughs> That's the excellent reason because I need mean, to be honest. Liam, Liam, I'm looking forward to playing golf with you, but um, Grant's, Grant's got a wild side, <laughs> <laughs> which means uh, the Packers um, are going to struggle to adapt to life without Aaron Rodgers. By the looks of it, um, or is it Tonyan they're going to miss more? We'll see. We'll see this fourth down season. There we go. The the crew has decided that in the NFC North, the Vikings will win. Um, closely followed by the Detroit Lions, Bears in third place with a much improved season, and the Packers have completely fallen from grace. 
Gentlemen, thank you very much for uh, joining me the first uh, second um, preview of the, the season. I've really enjoyed that. Some great insight there from you. Um, hope you at home listening have enjoyed too. If you have, you can uh, make sure that you follow, like and subscribe to Gridiron Crew. If you have any questions for the crew, get involved. You can send them in on Twitter, uh, threads, um, Instagram, anywhere you want. You can give us a, a wee message. We'd love to hear from you and look forward to doing more of these in the forthcoming weeks. Thanks very much for listening and we'll speak to you soon.